You are listening to the Our Hustle Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs to share their journey and hustle for one hour. I'm your host, Akio Nagapuri. And before we get started, make sure to subscribe at Our Hustle on all platforms and leave us a review letting us know your thoughts. And now it's time to start the show. What up, bro? (laughs) I told you, bro. I told you Mm -hmm. I was going to have you top three. I told you. When I hit you up last week, uh-huh. Karen took your goddamn spot. So we're going to find her. Yeah. Okay? I was supposed to be number two. Yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll DM her and, you know, yeah, yell yeah. at her or something. I mean, it's all good. Ladies but first. you're still top three. That's a legendary status. Yes. You know? And there's a reason why I brought you on. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple reasons. One, you went on Instagram talking about you a billboard producer, bro. That's a major flex. All facts. For people that don't know, this is Rich Icy. All right? Goes by Rich. And, man, for one... Billboard producer, you made your way into the industry independently mm-hmm. to make collaborations with people like Styles P. Mm-hmm. And please correct me if I'm fucking not mentioning some names. Styles P, mm-hmm. Kelani, which mm-hmm. is big. Dave East, which is big. You got Rich the Kid in there. Mm-hmm. You got Quentin Miller in there. Mm-hmm. You got DJ Drama in there. Mm-hmm. That's fucking huge, dog. So it's important that I have you on here, not only because. You're a longtime friend and fellow YouTuber. You have to understand that first that first YouTube video that I ever made was with you. We did the Bryson Tiller video. Oh, the first one? That was the first time I, I hopped on YouTube to do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prior to that, I was doing some like podcasts here and there. Right. But you got that. You're not founder, but co-founder mm-hmm. of clothing company and brand, Trust Life. Right. Uh, you got that new song, uh, Tagamin, mm-hmm. that just came out about a month ago. Yeah. I was just listening to that. That was fire. And... Man, like, you're the perfect person to bring on here because you're the epitome of hustle. Like, when I was just a kid, like, you're a lot more mature than I was, bro. Like, when when I was a kid in 2017, 18, you had a fucking office space you were paying some money for every month mm-hmm. and hustling to sell beats and make something of yourself. Mm-hmm. And look how far you've come now, you know? So sure, I think bro. just for that, bro, like, congratulations, love, you know? Love, That's why love. I have you yeah. on here, mm-hmm. you know? But... Um, introduce yourself, bro, real quick, and show I mean, the world who you are. I know who you, you are. Pretty, yeah, you pretty much did the whole rundown for me. Uh, Switch Icy, you know what I'm saying? Frio. Uh, like you said, co-owner slash owner of uh, Trust Life. Yeah. Just had here, coming soon. Yeah. Uh, music producer, songwriter, engineer. Um, the office space he's talking about is recording studio I have him a touching. Yeah. Jersey. Uh... What else? What else? Just, you know, hustle it, like he said. It's just a hustle, bro. Natural <laughs> and dabble. Hustle. Yeah. But this podcast, like we've we've had a lot of episodes of like doing album reviews, talking about Drake, Kanye West, all that fun stuff, right? Just conversations. Kanye. But I'll be honest, like <laughs> I'll be honest, bro. I, I never really got to ask you how you where you grew up, how you grew up, like how your childhood led to who you are today. Right. And that's what I really want to get to know because I'm genuinely curious. That's why I wanted you on here. Because this is a whole another side that I never took the opportunity uh, opportunity to learn. Right. So let's start with that. Where were you born? I was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. And 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 how long were you living in Massachusetts for before you came um, to Jersey? So my mom my mom moved out. Uh, she had me young. She had me at she had me at twenty. She was pregnant nineteen. Had me at twenty. Okay. Um, she moved out, moved to Springfield, Massachusetts, um, where she had me. I think she was only there for about two years. Where was she um, before? Uh, Jersey. She was in Jersey yeah, and then Oak went Bridge. to Massachusetts. In Oak Bridge. Why? Why'd she go to Massachusetts though? Um, 
just home stuff. There's a lot of siblings, so like I was, see, okay, okay, you know, family over yeah, there. Yeah, Got so it. um, you know, spread her wings, went out there. Uh, then she came back. Um, I don't want to mess up the the whole story, but I I really moved around a lot, bro. I lived there, um, Jersey, PA, like the Poconos. Really? Okay. Um. Then I went to. I like to go by grades. All right, let's do this. Let's do it by let's grades. Go by grades. Whatever's so easier for you. Yeah. All right. So kindergarten. Yes. I, I was in Ravine Drive, which is Matawan. Okay. Uh, Matawan, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first grade. We were in Perth Amboy, New Jersey. Wow. Okay. Second grade, we moved to Orlando, Florida. Okay. Third grade stayed there. Fourth grade was there. Fifth grade started in Orlando, Florida. Went to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Midway throughout Mid- school. Midway like, your midway, fifth grade. Like probably like second and third semester. Damn. Okay. Uh, and then like the fourth semester was in Tobiana, Pennsylvania, which is like Poconos. Like wait, wait, wait. Third semester yeah. you went to Wisconsin. Three fourth semester states. you went to for fifth grade. Three different states. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then. Where are we at now? Fifth grade. Sixth grade started there in Tobiana. And then like fourth market period was in uh, Prospect Park, which is near Patterson. Yeah. In New Jersey. Yeah. So we're back in Jersey now. And then seventh grade started there and then ended in Matawan. Okay. You but then I stayed in Matawan from like the end of seventh grade all the way up. All the way up. Graduation. So now is your family or like mom... Still living in Matawan, or is she like is she nah, no different different part yeah, of Jersey yeah. now? Okay, got it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Dude, that's a lot. Now, yeah. how did that affect you as a child? Man? I hated it growing up because like you always get attached, find new friends, yeah, and then you just up and leave. Like yeah. there was no real period other than like the building last... some sort of a strong relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I I'll get close to people and then like up and leave by the next why year. though why did your mom leave to so many places <clears throat> well my dad was kind of a street guy so okay. things pop up things happen where you just have to relocate i see yeah. okay and he was i mean uh, relocating is like an understatement like you know at once that's such a big jump though to go from you know, well, like there's family in all of these places, though. So oh, I don't really? want yeah, okay, okay, okay. to make it seem like it was just a random, like, <laughs> spin the globe. Like, I got right, we're going here. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it was family in all these places. So, like, um, it was always somewhere that we, we knew people and somewhere to stay. And, Have you held on to any friends from any of these locations up until now? Uh, I mean, this is also At the this point, no, nah, not really. Um, we had social media back then. Right? We had MySpace. We had AIM. We had Facebook yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, that, like that was like that was like that was probably later though. That wasn't like elementary school. We weren't doing that. No, no. I'm yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, yo, yo I'm so leaving, but bro. I got yeah, you on yeah, MySpace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, nah, it wasn't wasn't like that. And even like with that, you know, when you switch from MySpace to Facebook to yeah, Tumblr, you're not dra- you're not yeah, you're not like yo, make sure you follow my. New- <laughs> I just logged in, and made a new one. Like yeah, right, right, right. They slowly but surely fizzle out, but like I remember a lot of the people that I was close with. So really, if we do happen to cross paths again, you'll remember. Yeah, damn, bro. But I think that also like that was a bad part. I didn't like as when you're in it, you don't like moving around that much. Of course, yeah. Um, I was always jealous of people that just was stable in like one town or Mm. whatever, and was able to grow up with the same people all the way up. But then now looking at it, I feel like it helped me 
kind of connect with all different kinds of people. Right. Because you see them from all, well, I've seen them from all different regions, from, you know, Northeast, South, Midwest. Like, I know you got to, you see the similarities in certain people and the differences, and you're able to kind of, all right, this person's kind of like that, so I'm going to probably not play them too close. And then this person has good qualities. Like, you can kind of read people a lot faster. Interesting. Um, could be, you're just reintroducing yourself over and over and over and over. Again, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Saying? So, and you're understanding different personalities. Yeah. Do you feel like, I mean, you're a pretty social guy, so do you feel like you got that from there? Because a lot of people that grew up in one town, mm-hmm. which is which is majority, right? But they could, it could be kind of a detriment because you yeah. get used to the same people. You don't want to venture out. Right. But now that you're forced to meet new people, do mm-hmm. you feel like that's helped you now in terms of networking or social skills, et cetera? Like yeah, that? I feel like, you know, like, the college experience, like a lot of people say, you go to college uh, at the bare minimum just to learn how to socialize, mm. how to network and stuff. I was getting that all through my childhood. Like, yeah. Just, like I said, meeting new people. You're just constantly different personalities, different climates, different cultures, because what the music we were listening to in Florida is not the same as listening to up here right. or in Wisconsin. Like It's all different. You know, so and um, you were listening to music throughout too, like yeah, yeah. I love I love music forever. Like, yeah, yeah, since yeah. Since I was like three or four. So when you were going to Florida, you take like what ten days. You would understand Florida music, like you would be listening to it outside or in school, um, or whatever. I probably wasn't as like attentive about it. Mm. It was just around. Like I would find the music, and you just learn to like it. You know what I'm saying? But you, the radio stations are different. They're playing different music. True. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Up here, they're probably playing a bunch of Dipset and a bunch mm. of New York-based artists. Whereas down there is more like uh, D4L, Laffy Taffy, Gucci Mane, Ti. Like you hear a lot of that down there, so yeah. that made me appreciate Southern music early on. You know what I mean? So yeah. When it became big. I was already like very familiar with it. So who were you? Who who was rich in grades like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade? Like who were you as a person? Because because you said that you were maneuvering really well with talking to people and stuff, which is amazing. But what was your? I feel like I got that after though, like after school. Because at a after a certain point, I just became like to myself. I was like, I'm probably not gonna be here that long. Um, Damn, I yeah. get my couple of friends, um, and other than that, I'm just observing people. So I wasn't really like outgoing as you would say I am now. Um, but I think probably around high school is when it started to get like later high school, probably like junior senior. Year, is when I was just like, all right, at least I know, I know who I'm I am. Be yeah, like, I know who I am now. I know my place in this world, so I could kind of just show myself and be a little bit more myself without having to worry about like people taking advantage or you know just stuff that you probably be concerned about. Mm-hmm. You know, as an introvert naturally. So, would you say that you're an introvert naturally, or um, how would you describe that? Cause I feel, cause you're right though. I feel like you are a pretty reserved person. Yeah, like if I'm in a new environment, I'm not gonna just be like, yo, you are the observer, bro. Yeah, you are the observer, and that's a good thing though, right? Whereas if you and I went to like a party, Mm -hmm. and like we would be totally different. There's pros and cons to both, bro. I'm not saying like if you and I went to the same party, we didn't know anybody. Mm -hmm. You would probably see me talking to every single person, but I'm letting my business out there, and a lot of friends who might be just like you, very reserved, will say the same thing. But like, yo, why are you putting all your shit out? Like, yeah. chill. Like, you know, like, like watch. You know what yeah. I mean? But I'm not a watcher. I'm more of like a... You like to get to know... Fucking like, get in there and grab yeah. all the attention. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas I know for a fact that you would be in the corner, like, sipping on a drink, 
just watching. You yeah. know what I mean? And slowly, yeah, like and I'm slowly analyzing. Like, yeah, yeah. Once I realized where the people that I would be interested in mm. communicating with or having a conversation with, then I I open up that way. But I'm not just gonna just cold read and just be like yo all right that's me what's I'm your cold. story yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's you know exactly what i'll say but I'm you like, did a whole series like that on instagram yeah like you did a whole series like oh, i'm gonna talk to just what five oh, random yeah, people yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah. so like that's you though yeah and I like i said for that, that's super dope like, it, it has its pros and cons that. though you know what i mean it has yeah, its pros and cons yeah i think what do you think it leans more in pros or cons from what i'm doing what i'm doing or what you're doing we're just being open like that and just i mean i guess uh, I guess like a pro is like, you know, like to have the capability of just going up to a random person and be like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. Is definitely a major pro because um, it shows like you're building thick skin, you know, stuff of that nature. And it's really good for networking, right? Um, but then again, there there is a con because depending on what your career is, like I'm selling real estate. So it's like I have to fucking talk to new people all the time. Yeah. I, I better be good at talking to people. They better trust me, whatever it may be. But if I'm doing some like analytical job, like your yours, I'm sure is very attention to detail with beat producing, making music, whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't just make a fucking song and then put it out. You're sitting there to be like, hey, okay, I didn't like this. Okay, I didn't like this one. And I, you could you you have to help me with this. I don't know shit about fucking making music, nah, right? You're, you're but it's like you're making a beat and you hear that one sound. And you're like, nah, it needs this sound, or like. You're like I don't like this one sound, and I can't I can't fucking hear that shit. Yeah. It all just sounds like one big thing. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Until you dissect it. So that dissecting, the attention to detail, the observation of looking into music of I don't like that line. Like mm-hmm. this line fits better. I'm not like that. I'm more like bro, just fucking put the shit out. And that's the pros and cons. There's pros and cons to that too. Like I will never be able to do that again. What? Just listen to the song, like and just enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, I'm, true, I'm right. To, I'm a, like, because I do everything, I'm listening to the lines, how they're saying it, what the cadence flow they're using, it, the yeah. flow that they're using. Now I'm on to the beat. Now I'm looking at the drums. Oh, that snare's too loud. Oh, this melody didn't need to be there. Oh, I don't really like... And then as the engineer, I'm like, I don't really like this mix. That's too loud. Like, this needs to be... Oh, they should have put this back on the second hook. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah, really yeah, dissecting yeah. the song as if I made it, and I'm not even really enjoying it. But that's I'm the just, thing, though. But the, the some, But those few artists where you're like okay this is perfection yeah you're like okay yeah, I'm now really I'm like this is gold <laughs> like this is oh keep this yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's the thing though are you saying this is gold because this is something you would do or are you saying this is gold because you're like cause, you because you know what I saying? appreciate every part of the song got it whether I could it's do not, it or not it's not you saying like oh he's doing ex- he or she's doing exactly how I would do it that's why I fuck with them it's not like nah, that nah, right? nah, nah, nah. it's just like yo cause some people do things that I can't do at all you know right right like, so I, I can't really say that. I mean, the scope of... Like, I Want You Around by Snow Allegra. That song is fucking perfect. Yeah. Can I yeah, curse? yeah. Are we What's cursing? Dude, I cursed like eight times. You did? <laughs> yeah. All, like, right, fuck, right, fuck, right. Fuck, fuck. all right, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, nah, that song is fucking perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you I think, can't do that. Do you think it's important shit. for a lot of... <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> do you think it's important for a lot of artists now to be hybrid artists? You know, producer and... Song, um, you know, like writer, et cetera, et cetera, and singer. It definitely helps. It doesn't hurt at all. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it definitely helps. Um, I don't think you have to be, but you would need a team that's gonna like handle those things for you. Yeah. Um, Because if you just work for hire with everything, you're kind of getting people that's just like their benefit and your benefit, and that's it. There's no like, all right, let's let's help the cause. Right. 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 So the more you can kind of do yourself, 
I mean, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself, right? So um, the more you can do yourself, the better, I would say. It's not it's nothing bad about it. Other than it being maybe time-consuming, having to switch hats. Like, all right, now I got to go from producer mode to engineer mode, mm. back to writer, writer mode because I got to fix this line. Now Rapper back mode, to, yeah. singer mode, whatever it may be. Uh-huh. But the more you do it, you kind of just blend it all together. Like, Interesting. Like, I'll be mixing while I'm thinking of new lines. Right. Changing the beat while I'm mixing. Like, it's kind of important things. to know about it because if you have an engineer come in and they don't do something right, you're not yeah, just relying on them yeah, to be yeah. like, oh, I think that's good. But or you're, if you're like, trying to say something. Like, like sometimes you'll just be like, yo, can you do this to the reverb? And if they don't know what that is, you're like, all right, let me just, <laughs> let me <laughs> just fucking get out of here. Get, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I may not be Get off of the right show. Now. I'll just yeah. handle it myself, you know? Exactly. But at least if they're... Or, Vice versa, they're throwing a bunch of fucking jargon at you and all these words, and you're like, "Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? So, yeah. putting those hats on definitely helps. Now, how did you even? How did you get into? Actually, before even the question was going to be, how did you get into music? Why music as the career choice of the passion, etc. But before that, what were you doing? Before. Actually, let's just go with that question. Right. That's a better question. How did you get into music and knowing that, hey, this is what I want to do to make money for, for career, for fulfillment in life, purpose? My purpose is music. How did you get to that point? Um, That started when I was super young. Mm. Um, what year did the Rough Rider... Let me look this up. I think it's Rough 98 Rider or 99. Rough Rider Anthem? I'm going to tell you the exact album I was listening to. Every single day, I would come home and my mom had this six CD disc changer. Yeah, okay. And I knew from press number three, the Rough Rider CD was there, and I would listen to the <laughs> this same. This is in the car, right? No, at home. Oh, at home. In okay, the, okay, okay. In the, in the uh, yes. like stereo system. Um, and I would listen to the same, this one right here. Uh. Rough Rider, Rider Die Volume 1. So that's 99. So I was four. Damn, bro. You're four years old. Bro. Four years old, listening Jesus to this damn I wasn't listening to no goddamn music at four years old. Um, but yeah, nah, that was like, that's my earliest memory. And. Like, I, music just always did something At for me. Four like, years I just loved old. it. Like, I really think I like, like the beats. I think that's what was really doing it for me. Mm. Swiss Beats did a lot of those. Um, and I just really enjoyed how music, I feel like music is like communication almost, like its own language. Like, people can go overseas where in a country where they don't really speak that much English, but they'll know all the words. You know what that's I'm saying? Like, for real. Or, like, there's some. Uh, like Bad Bunny, I don't speak fluent Spanish, but I like that shit. Like, that shit is fire. Yeah, Absolutely. you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. learned a little something, something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Un poquito. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah, I feel like music is universal in that way. So, um, that's my earliest memory. So I kind of knew then that I wanted to get into music. I just didn't know. That's crazy, bro. You're four years old. How or what? You know what I mean? I just liked it. Like I always like from then on. It was just music, music, music. Like, can you give me this CD? Whenever we're going to Walmart, I'm going to the ele- electronic section. Who are you asking? Your your pops or your mom? Whoever I was with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, mainly them. The people I would be with. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, can I can you get the CD? I had the Bow Wow CD. I had mm. Nellyville. Yeah. I had, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Like, and then, and then uh, got a computer and LimeWire came around. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I'm still on there. And then when I actually started getting into production, I was the first thing I got into. Y'all remember... Uh, what was it called? Millberry? Millsberry? No, you know Millsberry? No. It was like is it like, it was like a one? game? It was like a game website. Cause you know, like computer class, every everything was blocked. Wait, I think I know what you're Millsberry talking about. wasn't blocked, and it had all the games on there. Yes, I think I know what and you're talking about. And then there was like a little city, and you can go to certain 
places and play games on there. Yeah, there was like yeah, a record yeah. store in there, <laughs> and it had like a little makeshift, <laughs> like you make your own beats. There's a bunch of loops. You put them in. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that's so nah, cool. this is fire. This is how it's done. Yeah, <laughs> and it just clicked, right? Right. So it just clicked. So this that was like it. that was like. That was probably fifth grade. Bro, this is what Nelly used? <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. I'm like, yo. Like, this, this is, is the drums and this is the, oh. Holy I'm in class not paying attention to nothing. I'm just like, oh, wow. I found it. Like, I got to figure out, like, oh, like what it is. So I did that, like, probably the rest of that year. Every computer class I'm on. Like, <laughs> just making beats. Yeah, just making beats. That's making so beats. funny. Um, and then fast forward, uh, I found Fruity Loops. The demo. What year is this? What year are we in? This is... How old is fucking Fruity Loops, bro? 2008. Yeah? 2000, yeah? Yeah. 2000, we're talking 2008. This isn't, this isn't 2008, though. Um, This is Maybe 2009, 2010 I see. Okay, okay. High school um, days. High school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I finally found that. So from then on, like that Christmas, I asked for the setup that I need. I looked it up. I need FL Studio. I need a computer. Mm. And some speakers mm. I got that and that was it I ain't, I probably didn't ask for nothing else any other Christmas that. <laughs> <laughs> that was it at that point like I got wow. what, I what I needed um, and I've been at it ever since What's, every day so aside from like Rough Riders aside from you know Nellyville etc like what other music were don't forget Bow Wow man Bow Wow very important very fucking important like Out of My System yeah you know things like that yeah Matrix, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah like you um, so who like what was mom playing mainly and what was pops playing mainly? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, like and then yeah, who who's who's playing what? Uh, around the house mom, in the car. My mom played a lot of Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that's, that, yeah, every album <laughs> I've heard every album she ever put out. I've heard every song she ever put out. Um, so a lot of Mary J. Blige. Um, my mom likes rap music, so she played a lot of like. Um, a lot of Biggie Smalls, Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay Z. Okay. Big Daddy Kane. Okay. Um. Even the Locks, like. Okay. Um. But a lot of stuff that she could just hit her bop to, like she likes to dance. You know what I'm mm. saying? So anything like that, a lot of bad boy music, all that type. Yeah, of stuff. a lot of groovy stuff. Um, yeah. my dad was listening to like Nas. Okay. Again, the Locks. Um. A lot of hardcore like street rap stuff. I see. Um, or like reggae, like um, interesting. Movado, uh, shit like that. Um, and then, but I also had uncles. So my uncles rapped. Um, Kato, R.I.P. Uh, Life, and my cousin Nell. Um, they all rap, so I would look up to them mm. mainly. So like when they, that was another part that really was a big part in my story was. Watching them like be home writing to a beat, mm. and then they'll leave because I didn't go to them, like go with them to the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll come back with a song. Wow, like, on a CD, and I would just run that to the ground. Yeah, so just like just to that. yeah, that like that process was like dang. So Wait, where is this going? going somewhere and like making this? Like I'm watching the process and watching the finished like product. Bro, they went to Millsbury to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but no, what right. state are we in right now, though? Is this um, Jersey? No, that's uh, Florida. Florida? Okay, okay. Um, and then my cousin was in New York and Queens. So, Dude, that's like two different worlds, no? Yeah. Like the music Again, that the Florida yeah. cousins were making were way different from New well, York. Well, no. My whole family's from, like, based in New York. Like I see. And then they just traveled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. 
Um, so see, when okay. we moved to Orlando, taking it back to the second, third, fourth grade, mm-hmm. my uh, my uncle moved in with us. This is my youngest uncle, so mm-hmm. he's only ten years older than me. So um, when he graduated high school, he came down there, stayed with us because he was going to a school mm-hmm. in Florida. Um, and that's when I seen like the process. You know what I'm saying? Like at this point, it was like having a big brother. You know what I'm saying? Because I was by myself. It was me and my parents. So it was like having a big brother there and watching him do what he does mm. and leave and come back with a song. It was like... It's like fucking magic. It was like it was amazing. Like, I was slowly just like, putting all the pieces together. You didn't know where he was together. going, yeah, but he yeah, just came back exactly. with a song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he, would just always, he would always just rush me off. Like, I was like eight or nine. He was like, when you're double digits. I turned 10. He's like, when you're 13, bro, I'll take you. <laughs> I'll tell you. When you're 18, I'll do it. I'm like, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll figure something out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll figure this figure out. This out. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, but that same uncle's actually on my next project, Life Hand of Lemons. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so shit. we finally, that's our first song. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, how did that come about? Like, what, you just reached out to him and it was like, yo, I need you on this. Mm-hmm. It's he came uncle- up here. He came up here, came to the studio. And we wow. Got that done. That was necessary. What was the last time you saw him? Like, in person? I see him all the time. Like, oh, when yeah. I go down to Florida, I just seen him Thanksgiving when he was down there. Um, but yeah, all the time. So, we finally got the song done. That's amazing, bro. Finally. I mean, how, did that, how did that make you feel? No more pushing me, pushing the time back. <laughs> uh, it felt good because it felt like I kind of like you know the the one person you look up to and then you got to you guys you got him on the now. song, bro. Yeah, yeah, you got his respect now, so it's like all right, bet. Like so, when Kendrick got like Jay Z on a song, or mm-hmm. like you know took, what I mean. Took everything. I had to get Billboard plaque. I had to. Yeah, <laughs> I had yeah, to do everything. Yeah, it was like, all right, all right, all right. Finally, I'll <laughs> and he snapped too. So that's amazing, bro. Yeah. So I mean, you got so you got cousins, uncles, mom and dad, all these different like culmination of sounds and music. You got reggae. Yeah. You got East Coast, West Coast, etc., and you know, and not to, not together. to mention, not for nothing, the internet too. Right, of course, you listen find, to shit all the time. Like, yeah, you know what I'm YouTube. saying, like LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the hot new hip hop, the blog era. Yeah, um, World Star, like all that shit. Like you just find music from everywhere. So like, so when I met you in at Best Buy, yeah, right, that was yeah. what year, bro? Like 2015, 16, yeah, 2015, 16. Yeah, yeah, you were making music then. Uh-huh. Did you have the studio then? No, right? I think you, uh, you didn't have it back then. I had it in in Best Buy. Um, you had a studio in Best Buy? No, when I was <laughs> Just when I was, yeah, yeah, right? That's why, yeah. yeah that's boxes, bro? When on break. Yeah, that's what we was doing. Behind Geek Squad. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what that fucking curtain was, bro? Exactly, bro. It was a that's studio. Why really know. Yeah, studio, yeah. bro. That's why I was always back there. So. Yo, were you working at fucking Best Buy? You were thinking three steps ahead of all of us, weren't you? Everywhere I worked, there's always somewhere, like, I was always like a... I, I could use the electronics here. The open box computer, Boom, bro. I had bro. an i7, shit. I'm like, yeah, let me just yeah. <laughs> get this i7 computer. Boom. Let me get these cables for the low. And you know, then, you know, and then, like, the, the coolest it was in, like, Giancarlo or something. He would always hit, hook you up with, like, $100 off. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It wasn't him, though. It wasn't him? <laughs> I don't okay, really he, he really banged with me like that. Really? Yeah, <laughs> fuck him, man. All right, fuck him, fuck him. Whoever it was hooked you up with but, the uh, goddamn The Pats, computer. Big Pat, Little Pat. They were cool. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah. Try to call maybe sometimes. sometimes. Every yeah. now and then. If you got three years USB. It's only... <laughs> yeah. Now, he hooked me up, so I was like, yo, that guy's a savior, bro. Yeah. But then he's not treating everybody else the same, so it's whatever. But, I mean, um, all right, here's a, here's a very important question, then, because... You were making music while working at Best Buy, but then when you quit Best Buy, did you work any other job or you just went full time into making beats um, and making so music? So this is all right. So when I left Best Buy, I was um 
This is 2015. This is like when I first so the studio was getting renovated while like like one like last couple of months there. Okay. I was getting the studio renovated, new flooring, new paint on the walls, yeah, yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Um so then after that, then I uh worked at a music store again. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To get yeah. a new mic, I got a new mic, I got uh all the wow. sound equipment and shit like that. Same process, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me work here and I'm gonna get all this stuff for it. Um, like a discount yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So everything was just like a, a play just to get the music right. And then um, and then all through this, I'm getting placements, like you say, with all these people, um, learning how the actual business side of it works mm. to get royalties and shit like that. So then I end up getting an admin deal and they end up finding more royalties for me that I didn't know. Mm. Like, Wait, explain. Again. I don't know what that means. Explain that. What's going on, guys? If you guys are enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow me at NJ Realty on all social media platforms. All of them. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you name it, okay? And if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and check out the Apple Podcast version. And if you're listening to this, go check out YouTube. All right? Back to the episode. I'm in deals when you tell them um, what song you, you did, how you're involved in okay. it. Um, so as a producer, you usually get 50%. Um Unless the artist or the label actually buys the rights to the master from okay. you. Um, otherwise, you still own it. I see. And you tell them that, they go find um, all the avenues where you get royalties from. So there's like Sound Exchange, there's BMI, which is like a publishing um, organization. I see. I'm with BMI. There's ASCAP too. And I see. Some other ones. Um, what else? Even like the distribution, mechanical royalties, okay, shit like that. We're streaming now. You have a distro like DistroKid and United Masters, um, TuneCore, where you upload and you get royalties from there. So all these different places are giving you, are paying you royalties for the same song. But back then, I only knew of BMI, like the, right. the publishing rights organizations, um, and I was only getting one. And there's like three to five other ways right. in it. So that's what they do. They basically make sure everything's good. They pay you and you don't really have to worry about kind of hunting down. So they're like an agency that's saying like, hey, there's all these other ones we're going to hook you up yeah, so that yeah. when your song or even a song that you produced mm-hmm. is being played, you're getting royalties 50%. If that's your if that's your thing. I don't whatever you negotiated, whatever yeah, you negotiated. Yeah, right, yeah. okay, okay. Um, Got it, okay. I'm just saying because it's production and lyrics and then that's what we make the song. Right, so. okay. Um, so you're doing all of this while you were like working at the music store. Mm-hmm. You're and when you said placements, I'm thinking like placements as in like you're getting to produce certain people's songs. You mean yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And now you're understanding all the royalty stuff. You're understanding how to make money with mm-hmm. it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now yeah, to make it like you know, because it's, it's music business, so there is a way to to live off of it. You know what I mean? If you do it right, so that's what I was learning all yeah. through that time while setting the studio up. Um, and then you know me, I just keep going. So now we're on to trust life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The brand. So you're not working any like nine to five mm-hmm. or anything. You're just full. And what year? Do you remember what year you went full entrepreneur, not relying on a nine to five? Check this right. December of 2019 is when it all happened. Is when I was like, all right, I'm about to just straight just do. Music. Wow. Okay. December 2019. December, yeah, like right before the bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, new year, new decade. You know what I mean? I'm walking in like, yeah, yeah, y'all's about to be. 
Wait, but that worked. But I know, I know by your face, your facial reaction right now, bro, and you shaking your head, bro. <laughs> but I would, but I would think that if people have the, oh well, that's true. Even if they don't, if they don't have the equipment, they gotta go to a place to make music. So yeah. not a lot of people are able to make music like that, uh-huh. which means less placements for you, less people buying your beats, etc. Right mm-hmm. when COVID hit. Honestly, it, I wouldn't say that, right? Um, because Stimmies was hitting. Mm. A lot of people oh, yeah. <laughs> had the, you know, what I mean, the unemployment and stuff like. That. So actually, that time period was actually a really good, very lucrative. Yeah, yeah, because you um, could just solely and work. everyone had time. You yeah. Know what I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, time and money. So yeah. like, what are you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so, right. It wasn't that bad, but it was just like it was kind of it was scary though because you didn't know what was going on. Exactly, you know literally, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so from, from then on. How do you, how did you even, here's one thing I'm really understanding. Not a lot of people have the courage to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. The courage to quit a nine to five to be like, yo, I'm going all in into this leap. Like my boy always says, Stevens is always like, don't ever leave certain for uncertain, right? So certain is your nine to five, you're making good money, it's stable, etc. And then going into an entrepreneurial life, which is you're working, your back is against the wall, you're making money now and you yeah. don't know how much you're going to make. Where did you get that? I know like you were working your jobs, you're probably fucking saving up aggressively, etc. Mm-hmm. to be able to make that jump. But the fact that you even made the jump, where did you get that courage from? Would you give the credit to childhood? Would you give the credit to parents? Like where do you think you got that courage from? Um Definitely it was probably childhood, yeah. yeah. Uh it was definitely a part of it. Just being used to uncertainty, you know what I'm saying? I was True. Up and moving so right. much that this isn't like, you know what I mean? It's not nothing I'm not used to. Right. You know, so like I'm I'm never one to be scared to take a leap. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one else is going to jump. I'm going to do it and I'll let y'all know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, you definitely didn't live a fucking comfortable life, right? Yeah, like exactly. you said, yeah I'm, I'm used down. to it. So yeah, I'm not, it's not like I need a certain level of, I, we all aspire to have a certain level but if you got a great grind then I'm down for it cause well, what was your I'm mom just... doing work wise like when... like just like going through all the states and stuff like was she working every single time too mm-hmm. or yeah, she yeah, was yeah. right um like office job I don't really oh, know got it. Okay. Yeah, I feel, like do you feel like do you feel like with your pops like being a street person like do you feel like you got a lot of the entrepreneur like mindset from mm-hmm. him yeah yeah, yeah, businesses too yeah that he, throughout the time just like trucking or um, window washing or mm. uh, just different ideas he had. And he was he always just, making money yeah, some way, somehow. Restaurant. There you go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like I seen it, um, the possibilities. So I, that too. You see, you just brought that to my attention. Mm. So just seeing the the behind the scenes of it and seeing it come into fruition, like I'm constantly seeing that. So uh, I, and then also just the hustle, right? From him. So that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I asked that because. If you had if you had a pops and a mom that was working nine to five office jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Like your mom was working the office job, but if you had your dad doing that too, yeah. in a way you're you're very impressionable as a kid. So you'll grow up and be like, oh yeah, that's comfortable. Like they're making good money. Like I'm gonna do that. Right. So jumping entrepreneur, like going full entrepreneur, is like such a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. But you kind of were surrounded around that. You know what I mean? Whether it be cousins, uncles, other family members, but mainly who you were spending most of your time with, right? Yeah. Like you, your dad had fucking businesses. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, I mean, basically, I had two, like, it was like rich dad, poor dad. You know yes, I mean? like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Two, you have certain and uncertain. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of, I've seen it 
both ways. So it's kind of like balancing. When when you have to be certain, you do that. And when you can afford to be uncertain because sky's the limit over here, then you do that. But you were fucking smart about it, though. Think about it. You took... You took... Because uh, you worked those jobs, which was smart because it helped you get your stuff. Yeah. Like on a discounted price, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. To elevate you to what you were ultimately trying to do. Mm-hmm. But you were working these jobs, which was certain, saving up as much as possible so that right. when you went head on into uncertain, you had some sort of cushion, you know? Because if yep. you only had like your pops and like your mom was doing, you know, businesses as well, would have been a whole you would have just fucking went right in yeah. and not had any money saved. You're like, fuck it. I'm just mm-hmm. going all in into this water, yeah. right? But you had but a cushion. in a situation like in. that, sometimes... Uh, you may end up just working with them, you know. What I'm right, saying? like True. taking over, T- taking over their business, thing. whatever they're yeah. doing too. So, yeah, I think I think childhood, everyone's childhood has like ways a, a big Absolutely. part of who they are. Absolutely, when they grow up, you know what I'm saying. So whether they know it or not. Absolutely. Now, you know um, okay, so now you got now you got this you got this fucking legendary studio. Okay, <laughs> all right, In New Jersey. All right, central right. New Jersey too. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hot spot. Okay. Now, of course, I want to ask you how the fuck you got placements with people like Dave East, but that's the whole point of this goddamn podcast is the hustle of getting to that point. Yeah. So what the hell were you doing when you got that studio to get to that yeah, point, bro? Because I know a lot of other producers and singers that are working hard, really. Mm-hmm. So explain, like, what, what were you doing? Because I know you didn't just make a beat, Dave East hit you up. So there's got to be a lot of hustle in between of that to uh, get to that point. I mean, both of those things did happen. But yeah, there was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the crazy part is he texted me uh, at Best Buy. No <laughs> way. There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Bro, you hit that He's shit like, from this us? Is, this is easy. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if he was there yet. This happened was before I even showed up? I was in computers. I mean, you were a computer. I was mobile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah, remember all those I times? I moved up to mobile with y'all because y'all was, you know what I'm saying? Y'all was lit. I probably left around that time. You did move it, I remember. But like two oh, weeks later, right there. Okay, okay. Two, yeah. Uh, but remember all those times I would like peek over the mobile, yeah, yeah, yeah. back, and I'll do the hotline yeah, blink dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so jealous because you'd always know how to do it. I'd be like, Yo, how does he know, bro? <laughs> yeah, uh, of course. But bro. yeah, um, so yeah, I, I made the beat obviously, um, and then so it's the creation process. Then it's just like trying to find out where this beat's gonna go. Mm. So you just sell it. It's like. When you don't know these people, the internet is your best friend. Okay. So you have to utilize it to the best of your ability. Make sure your Twitter page. Back then, it was a lot of Twitter action going on. Um, Instagram page is just all intact, looking clean, looking like presentable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, having your contact info available. Mm-hmm. And just pitching the beats i mean the music is gonna speak for itself so i was able to um for that one in particular with davies i had made a mixtape with my boy montage called way out of nowhere okay and we were just getting verses from all these different it was kind of like the dj Khaled method yeah yeah, 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 yeah get all these verses from different people put them on on one song on one song <laughs> yeah, and, yeah you know and then hope about that off. <laughs> yeah um and a lot of them did was 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 pretty good. There's a lot going on at that time, um, but that's a, a different story. So Davies was on one of the songs. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Davies was on one of the songs. Um, Wayno was his manager at the time. Okay. Wayno, um, if y'all remember, he was on Everyday Struggle. Yes, 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 yes. Um, With the Deska. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and Act. 
in academics. academics yeah. Um, him. And now he's, I don't want to get the title wrong, but I know he's with uh, quality control. Okay. The A&R department. I see. So, okay. Shout out to him. Um, but he was the manager at the time, so obviously we was talking to him to get Dave on the song. And I mean, like, you're just like, and when you say, like, you're reaching out, like, you're literally DMing people. Email, yeah. Email, whatever email, you can do to mm-hmm. get through that. And how long are we waiting for some of these people to even reply back to you? Um, When you're serious, they, they're they're pretty fast. Like, really? You know I mean, everybody's emails on their phone. Because you're not just so like, like, hey, I got a song for you guys. It's more yeah, so like, hey, like, I got a song. Much, Here's the song. You, yeah, 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 yeah. Does he like it? Does he want a different one? How much for eight bars? How much for 16 bars? What's this? Da, 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 da. Like, so... It's, it's how much business, is in what you know like what how much is he charging yeah, yeah, to be yeah. on my song mm-hmm. i mean my beat yeah interesting you know what i'm saying interesting. So, okay um sometimes back then i don't know if it worked work now but back then we were kind of laying out the entire song so like if we get the rich the kid verse and then someone else might use that as an opportunity like hey i've never been on a song with rich the kid before yeah like, yeah like, yeah forget the money let's let's make it happen so, right um you know, it was just making it happen. Um, so we got him on a song, and then after that, we were just like, we got beats, obviously. So yeah, like, let's just send them yeah, whatever it's cool, he likes. We could send some through if if they need some beats, and he was like, yeah, send them through to me. Okay. And then one day he was like, yeah, I'm definitely using one. So wow. Like, and then he phone. put it on the the. That was on Hate Me Now. So that was like his. I think that was his first. I thought it was a Kyrie Chanel you had like a couple. That was after. So the first, the very first one was. Uh, it was called Dumb Shit. Okay. On, on Hate Me Now. Wow. Um, so I did that one. And then I did again on Kyrie Chanel. And now at this point, like, are you still having to reach out to him and be like, yo, I got more beats? Or is he hitting you up now for Kyrie Chanel to be like, yo. Well, I never stopped sending beats. Like, once, <laughs> well, yeah, once I get the... The get, okay? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's like as I make them and I feel like you, you could do something with it, I, I send it your way. You don't have to interesting look at that it's kind of like real estate yeah it's like when i see a house that i feel like you like boom just send it to you yeah, text. It is. and sometimes they don't even answer if they don't like the house whatever maybe they might not like yeah. the beat they're like they don't even answer but so they're, like, they're the always going to appreciate the thought of like oh okay so okay, he's, he's putting the work in yeah. i see the effort mm-hmm. you know when something pops up i'm yeah. gonna let you know i'm using this and one. then maybe it's maybe it's something close but like all right i need uh fucking an island in the kitchen they might tell you that, and you know, okay, let's tweak that. Let's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Now. Right, you know exactly, so exactly. With music, it'll probably be like, but yours is I a need lot something faster. a little bit slower, or I need something for the club, or I need something as my outro. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, they might hit you back saying that. So it's like, all right, let me focus on those. And this is what you fucking love, bro. So like, you could be out at a bar or something with friends. Yeah. If Davies hit me back and he's like, yo, can you add that? Can you just add this one hi hat and I'll be there, bro? I'll leave the bar right now. <laughs> I'll pull out the laptop right now yeah, and just that, fucking add the yeah, hi hat. Yeah, yeah. And if they're like, yeah, if they're like in the studio, because I get you excited, there, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yo, like, you know what Something's I mean? Something's happening. Like it's you right, gotta, you know. You want to seize the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So who was the first? Like out of the long list that I mentioned, you know, in the intro, who was the first person that? You know that you got to work with that you collaborated. I forgot Sue Surf. So Sue Surf is the first person. Sue Surf. Um, he's New Jersey from Newark. Um, really big, one of the best in my opinion in the battle rap culture. Okay. Um, but he drops he drops music all the time. But he was the first person to uh really get on my beats. Um, really. I think he did a song. I think he might have did a song with Davies before. Interesting. Young and May. Uh, Wale. Mm. Kevin Durant, 
he got a song with Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant has he a song. Like, yeah, it might have been the only song Kevin Durant <laughs> ever did. I like the other basketball project. player that makes uh, music though. He's like, yes, he's re- he's really good. Yeah, he's, tough. he's fire, bro. He's tough. I like him. Is yeah. Kevin Durant good? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like a. It was like <laughs> a. Uh, it was like one of those like a pain type record. You know what I mean? Talking about his upbringing and stuff like that. I see. So, okay. Yeah, very was, deep. Very yeah, deep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so um. Yeah, so Sue Surf was the first one, House of Virginia, which was like a series that we did. Um, it was a storytelling series, so I see. I don't want to ruin the story, but no. definitely check it out if y'all can. And then that kind of like was like a dope. catalyst three, for everything uh, else. Um, yeah, so that was my first placement that made me feel like, oh, okay, so this is how... Hard work is paying off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And somebody tagged me in one of his tweets that was just like, send me beats. And someone tagged me. And then... I DM'd him and he answered back. I was like, oh shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ended up using one. So that was my first taste of like, okay. There's something here. Yeah. Like, right. okay, my beats aren't, they don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't suck. So at least I could. Did that give you like a huge boost of confidence to be like, yeah, yo, I'm going, good. like, yeah. I'm going all in. And you know what else? When you actually see people responding to it that don't even know that you made the beat, like, you're just solely watching on Twitter, like, oh, I love this song. Da, 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 da. The beat is crazy. It's, it's extra. Confidence. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Summer Jam one year and Davies was performing and he did again. Yeah, the Kyrie did. Chanel album. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. So yep. he performed that one and I'm just looking around and everyone's just jamming to it. It's like You're another like, pussy. Yeah, shit. exactly. <laughs> they don't even know. Like, <laughs> they don't even they know. Don't even know. <laughs> I really made this in my bedroom and it's like here now. Like That's crazy, yeah. bro. Holy shit. Yeah, it's nuts. And then what's like the man, like, and, and then that did that also give you confidence to go into yourself? You're like, bro, my beats are fucking fire. Like, I know I could rap too. Also, mm-hmm. like Kanye shit, you know. Yeah. So a lot of those happened in like uh, 2015. Mm. A lot of my first couple placements. Um, so where 2016, I, I did a song um, that I dropped on New Year's, mm. and like it kind of people was, was rocking with it so okay. at that point I'm like alright let me just try cause I, I was writing when I was younger too yeah yeah when I was like under my uncles and just like yeah when they went to the studio you were writing I'm still writing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still writing and stuff like that you know what I mean I'm yeah, a little yeah, cheesy and you know like, like, can you take me to the studio they're like yeah bro double digits bro <laughs> well I would never rap it for them so they didn't really take it seriously. it was like it's good but you're not gonna rap it so why are we yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying right so, right uh, yeah so I started uh, rapping in like 2016 just like fuck it, like I can do that too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like the more you know how to do, again, like you said, if something's not going your way, you can just do it yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's also it's therapeutic when you're just making music. You know what I'm saying it's a release, all your thoughts and stuff you can bring into bring to life. Exactly. I mean, document it. Do you feel like um, since you made music yourself, yeah. has that? What was like a faster route to meeting a lot of artists in the industry? Was it when you were making beats or was it when you were beats for sure? Beats, yeah. right? Beats is just it's like a it's like I got something for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have. You I'm bringing saying? you. That's I'm bringing you some value here. The key, right? Yeah, the key to networking is like adding value. What are you doing for me? Like, what's, yeah, so like I got beats. That'll get you in the door. You know what yeah, saying? yeah. And basically, then it's like you'll get people to be like, "Oh no, nah, fuck with your music though. Like, if you want to work? Let's do that." I yeah, bet. yeah. You know what I'm saying so. That's how that goes. So you're kind of like, bro, you're, I mean, you're working with. The music is really just, it's like for me. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. Like you like, said, it's therapeutic. That, 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I own all aspects of it. Because there's a lot of songs that, like, I have another Davey song that's out there that never came out. You know Interesting. What I mean? So, like, how does that make you feel then? Things get, even the Kehlani song. So, it, like, it, it came out, but not on the official album it was supposed to come out on. Um, what did it come out? I'm not sure. Like, they put it out on SoundCloud. Oh, YouTube, I see. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, but that shit sucks, bruh. Like, I was gonna say, like, did you feel like that was like an L? Um, not the song itself, but the fact that it didn't come out in an official. Yeah. How, how does that make you feel as like a producer? I, I won't really say an L. Yeah, but no. Because it still came out, you still listen to it, it happened. You know what I mean? You still reached out to it every Kalani. The, the business just wasn't fan. right with the labels and what they were going through. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everyone, with a song, everyone has to clear their part. Mm. Um, if it doesn't meet a certain deadline and people don't sign things on time, it's just like, all right, well, we got to keep going because we have a release date that we got to get to. So, mm. if everything isn't on point and getting to it, then, you know. So out, but. if you if you give a song to somebody like Kehlani, she doesn't use it for the album, but she uses it for a mix. I mean, she uses it for a SoundCloud song. Yeah. Did you build traction with Kehlani, or does that mean it's like deaded? The Kehlani was a feature on um, the Davey Styles P Beloved album. Oh, okay, okay. It was yeah, supposed yeah. to be on there. Oh, that's a, the joint album that they yeah. did, and Kehlani was on it. Mm-hmm. She was oh. on the hook. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. She was on the hook for that, so... Uh, I don't know. Maybe she didn't clear her part. Maybe she wanted to add something to it and it just wasn't enough time. I don't really know. I see. Okay, okay. Um, the label is not going to explain it to me. Like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just do it this yeah, way this yeah, time. Yeah. Tweak it like, like you this. Know I mean? You know, so it's just like, you just keep working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it happens out and then you just work on the next thing. So, I mean, at least, do you ever feel like in this industry of what you're doing, do you feel discouraged a lot or at all? Like, and if you do... You know, uh, how are you? It is very, it, it can be. Because that, be that moment right there of like putting on SoundCloud as opposed to album could feel like a little discouraging, right? I don't think that was on, it, it's not discouraging on my behalf. I feel like it was just more so like, dang, we couldn't like solidify it. I mean? see. Like kind of like it slipped through through your fingers. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not good enough or like made me feel bad. Like, but it's like, I damn, know, I was close. Yeah, like. Well, it happened, you know what I mean? Right, like, everything right, was right. there. Like, there's nothing else really to do other than sign papers and, you know, get the, the business right. So, right, right. That was the only feeling. It wasn't like, I didn't feel discouraged about my abilities or not like that. Right. So, um, that is true. Again, you just keep working. Like I said, there's always going to be more. And I've done so much already that, like, I don't really, I don't get that feeling no more. Like, right. am I good enough? Imposter syndrome. Exactly. You know what I mean? So now what is uh, at this point, dude, you got to, you got to trust life now, yep. right? You're wearing it. You got the hat on, Mishowski. right? You brought me a shirt. I appreciate yes, you. The appreciate, like, I really do appreciate that. Now, what are, are you the type of person where it's like, yo, I'm taking it day by day or do you have like a five year, do you have like a, like this goal or end goal plan in mind of what rich I see and what trust life and what everything you're culminating together? Like, do you know where that's like a vision um, of that? Of where it's supposed to be going? I plan, but I don't do, like... I feel like certainty does five-year, ten-year. Uncertainty, you got to do, like... <laughs> you got to do, like, days, weeks, months, <laughs> for the year. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Over the next couple years, because things can speed up and things can slow down. Right. Uncertainty. Like, you could do what you were trying to do for the year in three months in the uncertainty world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So... 
um, you just kind of set goals and just get there. You know what I mean? You don't really put too much time. As long as you're doing it right, not wasting time. I think Rick Ross said that one time. He's like, I don't want to, I don't want to be fast, but I don't want to waste. As long as we're not wasting time, I'm cool with whatever pace is, is going. It's at. like, as long as I'm getting like 1% better and I'm yeah. getting something done, productive yeah. in the as day. As long as we're moving in the right direction. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. It's less stress for you because yeah. now you're not like. Yeah, because then you'll start making bad decisions if you're like, well, this has to get done in this amount of time as, as opposed to getting it right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's, what it's really about. But uh, I do plan. I have calendars, whiteboards. All right, right. All <laughs> exactly. Like you get that. the vision so, board, yeah, bro. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely plan. I think everyone should have a plan. Bro, like, and there you go. That's the whole reason why I've got you on. It's like. Mm-hmm natural i mean you grew up around hustlers right yeah. you grew up around people that were just trying to make money any which way right whether uh-huh. it's owning businesses whether it's making music whether it's working your nine-to-five office job mm-hmm. but you kind of like you are a product of your environment but you were really a product of everything you know as we were just talking about it from childhood to make you who you are right now yeah. that reserved observant you know calculated mm-hmm. entrepreneurial type of mindset and and that's what made you who you are right now right, right? you're hustling fucking far more than i could ever be bro like you got nah you're you getting got it done though, bro you, you made me feel like i'm not doing enough like, <laughs> like on social media i'm like damn so i gotta start thinking of content uh, man <laughs> good shit like what type of content do you think you'll make dude i gotta get i gotta get my short form game up reels and reels shit. yeah like we got this guy so that's why I was like I've been going black like I'm not really posting anything on social media I just kind of want to observe it's and learn hard, yeah. watching you and watching everybody that really does it and uh, you said it's hard it's fucking hard bro it's a lot of time it's like tedious it's tedious it's hard yeah, yeah. You know, entrepreneurs yeah but that's why I have him you know <laughs> like he carries this whole shit that's what's up you know See, I'm not the yeah, smartest this mad professional like yeah. you got shit popping flying yeah. all over I'm like <laughs> I'm like, damn. So that's why I'll be like, I'll be like, dang. So like, he really, yeah, he's really doing it. But like the same and way. And it's informative too. Like, but the same where do you even get putting... these questions from? Like, where do you get like, all right, let me do the top three states to live in. Just... First of all, how do you even get into real estate? Because I feel like, I feel like you weren't mentioning that back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I right. like I just... To keep it as short as possible, because I, I will tell you this. I'll tell it off, of cam- off camera. I'm just the type of person when I find something, I want to invest in real estate. So I started reading a lot about it and I was like, I do like to sell. So why not just fucking sell real estate? And that's literally shortest form to get into how I got into it. But I'm that type of person. You're more calculated. You're more observant. You're more thinking about it. I just fucking jump in. you're 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 checking the water bro yeah i just jump in and then find out what the water's like you know <laughs> it what was I mean? cold in here yeah <laughs> or like bro yeah, there's a fucking shark in here. here i didn't see that but you're like you're like bitch i saw the shark before we jumped i'm like <laughs> shit i'm seeing bro? it now yeah <laughs> you know i'm that type of person okay yeah, yeah. you know but so how you liking it but um i don't even know if you can even say that like the real answer but it's hard bro it's yeah. hard it's that's why i wanted you on to talk about what it's like to make beats and stuff like that because we're hustling at the end of the day. My back is against the wall sometimes. That's mm-hmm. why I ask questions like, were you ever discouraged in that sense? Because you're yeah. going through moments where not every time is a high, bro. You're going yeah. through a roller coaster ride just like I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's and, droughts where like, you don't get any type of response. <clears throat> like when you're sending out beats to people and it's like, am I in a rut right now? Like, am I, what do I got to do? But, but as that's long as you're consistent, skin, right? Yeah, that's like, all it is. And I realize a lot of times when I'm not as consistent is when I don't get responses. Because if I make five beats every day for seven days straight one of them is getting placed right exactly somewhere Somebody's it's a numbers gonna do, game somebody's gonna do something you know what i'm saying like 
I think I think us as entrepreneurs understand that anything and everything that we're doing, yeah, it's consistency, it's persistence, passion behind it, but it's a numbers game at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, bro, you got me a shirt. Chris, you think you can grab that shirt for me? It's somewhere over here, bro. I think it's if you can find it or not. But I'll tell you a lot more about the real estate shit off. But actually another thing about the podcast is when I have these conversations with people, I can't know everything about you in one hour. Yeah. So I want you on again. Yeah. Because like that's another beautiful thing about something like hustling and stuff. Are we still rolling? Yeah, we're still going. Oh, so we're still we going, baby. We got All two right. more minutes. But it's more so like I'm opening this on camera. Oh snap. We're doing a uh, we're doing an unboxing. Uh, unboxing? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing an unboxing. Yo, oh, you guys yeah, 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 we got we got a really good uh Bro, you wrapped this shit in like a nice ass bag too, bro. Yeah. You showed them the bag? Yeah, I showed them the bag. There's details. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's detail. Look at this. You got trust life on the front of this white bag with black inside, bro. What the fuck? What size you get me, bro? Large? Yep. Oh, you got me. Oh, okay. Come I like on, this man. one. Yo, how how fat do you think I am, bro? It's oversized. Actually, it's yo. Be fit. No, I know what you're trying to say, though, because I'd be going to a gym Maybe, all the time. Yeah, and you Aki, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, check this out, bro. This is actually kind of fire. It's actually, got, it actually is oversized, though. So it is oversized. I don't like an oversized. Drink. No, remember like remember uh, the streetwear. I wear the large. Yeah, streetwear. Yeah, you know, yeah, it hangs down. You put like a nice. I know you go to Travis concerts and shit like that. Yeah. So like, you bro, can pull it off. Now I could be just like Travis. You got yeah, Trust man. Life at the top mm-hmm. with some fire at the bottom, which is it's exactly Trailblazer. Fucking fire, bro. Trailblazer T. That's super dope, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate right, you, bro. And I'll tell you more about the real estate thing. But like I said, having you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were going to be here. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bro, I appreciate you. Uh, You're literally the epitome of a true hustler. You've been hustling since I fucking met you. And you've been clearly hustling since, you know, at a very young age. So thank you for being on. Plug your stuff in. Tell them where they could find you. All that fun stuff. Rich, icy, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, At Trust Life Official. Mm. Everywhere. Everywhere. At the Icebox Studios. If you're in... Or around Matachi, New Jersey. Okay. Um, and that's where you can hit me up at, man. Reach out. Let's get to work. You know me. And uh, make it happen. Be tuned for the hats. These are dropping very, very soon. There you go. Next month or so. Okay. So okay. Definitely pop out. Man, you're working, bro. Reach out. You're working. You know I appreciate you, and I'm going to have you on again. Appreciate you, man. Because um, you're always going to be hustling always, new bro. shit, or there's always new experiences. So thank you for being on, bro. I appreciate you. Yeah. And I hope to see you soon, bro. For sure. Thank you, though. Peace.